Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. This time, uh, as a little break from the routine, I'm not in my home recording space. I'm actually in my school, in the, uh, in the main office, to record today, so I could keep an eye on one of my instructors teaching a private lesson while I talk to you guys this week. So, my message for you guys this week uh, is a pretty simple one, but a very important one. And that message is all about listening to your body, which is a difficult proposition sometimes. Now, this message is going to sound counterintuitive and a little backwards from what I normally talk about. When you think about how how much I'm always telling you guys to push yourselves and how I want you to always be at your very, very best, how I want you to go through adversity and not give up, that's still very much my mindset. But... What we have to look at is the other end of the spectrum. So last week, my student Steve, who is one of my super dedicated adult students, he's here all the time. Uh, It's crazy to see an adult class without Steve. He's that that level dedicated. Um, He was actually on the podcast back in the very beginning. If I recall, he was on episode three. So you can go back and learn a little bit more about Steve and who he is as a person. But super, super dedicated guy. Uh, he's awesome in terms of the camaraderie he brings to the school. He keeps a group chat going between all of my adult students on Facebook Messenger. He pushes people to get themselves back to class when they've been a little lazy. Uh, he generally just is a, a huge fan of what we do here at the school and he takes part in it tremendously. But to that end, he asked me my advice Wednesday night last week. He says, Sensei, I'm, I'm going to go donate blood tomorrow. So what do you think? And I knew what he meant. He, he, was, he was looking for me to give him permission to uh, win the argument with his wife the following night when she was telling him, no, take the day off. Uh, he, was, he wanted me to say, well, no, no, you totally can take class. And I told him the opposite. I said, Steve, let's be intelligent here. You train so, so much that to miss one night is not going to be the end of the world. But more importantly, to push yourself when you're at for lack of a better word, for lack of a better analogy, when you're at about 80% physically, when you're that worn down, it's worth it sometimes to just take that day. See, the problem that many people have is that they get so in mode. They get so uh, front sight focused, as the military likes to say, where it is pushing ever forward, never giving up, uh, in, in the span of, uh, of difficulty, you know, they're, they're going to keep going mission forward with everything that they have. They're never going to stop. They're never going to quit. Right? They're always focused on their goals. Really important idea. Great mindset. But sometimes those people are worried that one day off will be all it takes to throw them into a tailspin. And <laughs> I have to laugh at those people a little bit because they are a very close cousin of the person who does one workout and then gets upset when they're not yet in shape or that the workout left them sore or that they don't quite get it yet. Uh, you know, it would be no different than if someone came in here, took one class with me and wondered why they were still confused. Well, of course you're going to be confused. You've only done it once. To that end, the similar focus that we have to have out of our mindset is realizing that one of anything doesn't pull us in that direction. Right? One day off doesn't make us lazy. 
one day, one day on doesn't make us in shape. One good meal doesn't make us healthy. One great workout doesn't push ourselves uh, to this crazier place. Right? Instead, what we have to remember is that it is consistency that breeds success. Right? It is the continued push that makes anything happen. Now, here's the, the interesting thing about consistency. Consistency works in both directions. Right? I talked the other day about actions having consequences. Certainly the case. Right? But I talked about how people think about that only as a negative. But it's also a positive. Actions certainly have positive consequences as well. This is no different. Right? Consistency has both positive and negative qualities. If you are consistently lazy, for example, or if you consistently don't have a healthy diet, you will consistently not be in shape. Of course, why would you be? By the same token, if you consistently work out and if you consistently eat healthy, one bad meal or one lazy day is not enough to pull you out of where you're headed. But that's the thing we have to remember. We can't judge ourselves by that one action. Right? Think about it. If a person tells one lie, technically they're a liar, right? But would we think that that person is a lie if 99.99999% of everything they've ever said in their whole life was true, but then they told one lie? I don't think I would think of that person as a liar. By the same token, I wouldn't take someone listening to their body as being lazy. Now, listen, Steve shared with me the story. He came back in for class on Saturday, and he shared with me the story. He was like, you know, I was all geared up around 6.30. The class on Thursday nights for reference is at 8.30. So he was going to come in. At 6.30, he was all excited. He's like, I feel great. I'm going to go. I'm going to get my uniform ready. I'm going to get my gear ready. I'm going to eat myself a good meal. I'm going to get ready, and I'm going to go because I feel great. And about a half hour later, he was passed out of sleep on the couch, he told me. Well, that was his body's way of telling him, listen, bro, you need some rest to recover from what we just did. Right? Think about it. If he didn't lose <laughs> that blood <laughs> to, to a blood drive, his, he'd certainly need medical attention, right? He'd cer we'd certainly tell him to rest. And the same is exactly true when it comes uh, to how he was feeling that day. It was important that he took that day off and gave his body a chance to recover. Now, don't confuse this. It's important to do both. It's important to both listen to your body and it's important to both conquer that inner weakness. Those things kind of go hand in hand, right? I'll delve into the world of Joe Rogan a little bit again. Uh, you know, he, he's been in the headlines. He's in the headlines all the time, being the, you know, the number one podcaster in the world and so forth, a UFC commentator, comedian, all the other things that he is. But where he made some of the biggest news of late was when he contracted COVID-19. So he contracted COVID-19 and right away he put himself on this, this very strict regimen um, and he, he went out and did, so he had a whole bunch of different treatments and he was able to kind of nip it in the bud. He was over COVID-19 in about three days, maybe four. Now the question is why? Why was he able to make such huge strides out of it? And the answer is simple. Because he's so in touch with his body. Because he trains so much. 
He works out on such a consistent basis. He pushes his body to its limits all the time. So he knows exactly what his body is capable of. So because of that, when he started to feel off, when he didn't feel right, he knew his body was sending him some signals. And he did the intelligent thing and listened to his body. That's the smart thing. Right? Now, there's a big difference between listening to your body and listening to that inner weakness. Right? If you guys, I've talked about David Goggins many times before, and he talks about conquering uh, your inner witch, but with a, not such a nice word instead in place of witch. Um, he talks about that all the time. And we all have that little voice in our mind that will pull us in the direction of weakness all the time. Right? We are human beings. We strive for comfort. And that is certainly something that we can earn without a shadow of a doubt. But what we don't want to do is listen to that voice and confuse it with listening to our body. I'll take a turn for the personal. Uh, you know, I don't like to talk about myself too, too much in terms of, of stuff like this, but nonetheless. A couple weeks ago, I injured my right big toe. Stupid thing. I was walking down the sidewalk with my wife. I was wearing flip-flops. Yes, I know it was October a couple of weeks ago, but I wear flip-flops until I absolutely can't anymore. Nonetheless, we were walking, we were talking. I was paying complete attention to her, and it was a piece of uneven sidewalk, and my big toe hit it, and I split it wide open. <laughs> and I was being my usual stubborn self, and trying to tell her, no, no, it's okay, we can go on with our plans, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. And then she looked down, and she's like, you're bleeding everywhere. <laughs> she literally had to peel my flip-flop off, uh, so on and so forth. Um, now, I had the toe taped up and, and, and wearing a sock over it for the entire past couple of weeks until it would heal up. Now, I could have used that as an excuse to not take class. But that would have been foolhardy because weakness sees that as a way out. Human weakness sees that little thing on your toe, that little ouchie. I mean, yes, it was a cut that the doctor did want to stitch. I didn't let them, but nonetheless, um, it, was, it was a cut. There was a good reason to, you know, to, that I could use. But why couldn't I just go to class and not kick with that foot? That was a pretty simple thing to do, and that's exactly what I did. I went, I trained with one of my best friends. Uh, me and Sensei Stein had a great class. When I did need to kick with that foot, I just let my, my foot hang off the edge of the pads. Um, when I did do like a front kick, I used my heel instead of my toes, just so that way I didn't ever injure the toe. And it still allowed me to get an amazing workout. I mean, my, my uh, workout tracker still had it on par with all of my other workouts. In fact, it may have even been a better workout than most of my usual workouts. But again, I could have used that as a crutch. I could have listened to the inner witch, if you will. And I, I could have used that as an excuse to not go and train. But for what? Would it have helped me? No. It all it would have done is pulled me in the wrong direction. Now that, would, now, that was listening to the disciplined voice in my mind. Now, don't get me wrong. Right? You feel yourself coming down with illness. By all means, stay home. Right? You feel yourself, you got a fever, stay home. Resting your body in those cases, right? Or maybe you're a guy like Steve and you train almost every day. And because you train almost every single day, you're at such a high level of fitness that, you know what? Sometimes your body just needs a day off. 
just a day just to relax and do nothing. And that can be a hard thing to wrap your head around when you're that guy like Steve. You want to just push and push and push because he's a very self-disciplined guy. He has the self-discipline to get himself off of the couch and get to class even after his longest, craziest days. But he had to be intelligent enough to listen to his body when his body was telling him, hey, listen, wear a pint low. Take it easy. Take the day off. Listening to our body is extraordinarily important. It's what allows us to track what we're doing. And like I said, there's a big, big difference between listening to the little voice in your mind and listening to your body. Right? You got those fever symptoms, you got aches and pains all over the place. Okay, that's your body telling you. Take a night or two off, relax, eat healthy, you know, take a nice warm bath, get those aches and pains away. Do what is necessary to get your body to good working order. And then, even more importantly, get back on the horse. Because remember, that one night off doesn't amount to a whole heck of a lot. It doesn't throw you off course. Because we know the thing about habits is they take a lot of consistency to build. And I started going down this road earlier about consistency. And we know that you can, consist, you can make things happen through, uh, through consistent negative behavior. Or you can make things happen through consistent positive behavior. If you're a person who's always early, then you will tend to continue to be early. You are consistently an early person. I talk about my student John frequently. He was also on the podcast back in the very, very beginning. And uh, he is a great example, right? He is, as I always joke to John, when he's only 15 minutes early to class, I was like, I walk up to him, like, everything okay? He's like, yeah, what? I'm like, well, usually it's 22 minutes. I can set my clock by it 22 minutes early. And he always has a good laugh when I say that to him. But it's the truth. The guy pushes himself to always be there that type of early. I expect it from him. It is his consistent pattern. Conversely, I know other people whose first names happen to have the same two letter, first two letters as late, who are late all the time. And that is what I expect from them. They're the kind of person that if I make a new school schedule, I have to make sure that I set them a school schedule with the times a little different because otherwise they won't show up on time. Right? You are what you do consistently. So again, you can build the positive habits, you can build the negative habits that way. Now let's go back to the idea of listening to your body a little bit more. But let's talk about how you can get to that point of where you can more accurately and evenly and better listen to your body. And the answer is use it. A lot. When you use it a lot, it's really easy to listen to your body. When you don't use it that much, it's much more difficult to listen to your body. Right? There is a reason that people who are out of shape tend to have more health maladies. Right? Because when you're not using your body, when you're not pushing it all the time, it's very difficult to keep that body in, in good working order. And even more importantly, you're not in tune with it enough. I told this story recently, and uh, it, was, it, it relates right back to this. I talked about my, my student, Joey, uh, who was in one of my first 90-day challenges when he talked about when he was out of shape, he didn't know what good felt like. So because he didn't know what good felt like, he couldn't appreciate how out of shape he was. But now he's at that point where he trains again almost every day. Super, super consistent. 
He's an instructor. He's leading other people. He's so in touch that if his body told him, hey, you need a, light, a night off, he'd be able to sort through the difference of, hey, I need a night off and I'm just being lazy. Right? That's the thing. Being able to, de- to tell the difference is the harder part. But it only comes from how hard you push yourself. Right? There's a reason that high-level athletes know when something's wrong. Right? Like many of the UFC fighters over the past over the past year or so, almost two years now, since they got back to fights, the fighters who did have to pull out of the fight because they got COVID or something like that, they were able to tell very quickly because they're so used to knowing the performance level that their body is capable of. That as soon as their body couldn't perform at that level, it's shown to them like a beacon. Hey, something's wrong here. Now, I'm not saying you got to train like a UFC level athlete, of course not. But if you're doing something physical every day and you're doing the same kind of stuff all the time, I love martial arts. You know that's my favorite thing to do. And I know there's a certain level that I'm capable of. And because I do it all the time, I know there's that level I'm capable of. Similarly, whatever you do, whether it's this, whether it's biking, whether it's hiking, whether it's weights, whether it's a treadmill, whatever it is, if you do it all the time, there's a certain level you're capable of. And you know what that level feels like. And it's really easy to maintain that because you do it consistently. Coming back to that same idea, right? Now again, if you do it consistently, if you consistently listen to your body, it's really easy then for you to be in touch enough to really be able to listen to your body. Right? That's the key. Being able to tell the difference between the inner witch and, the, and being able to listen to something not quite right in your body all comes to how often you push it, how often you use it. It's a really important idea. It's a really important thing to do. I always think, and I say this all the time, that preventative medicine is the best way to maintain health. In other words, keeping ourselves in shape is much easier than getting ourselves in shape. Right? The easiest way to lose 30 pounds is to never gain it in the first place. I know it sounds silly, but nonetheless, it's a really important idea. Nonetheless, to that end, we have to make sure that we keep ourselves pushed. We keep knowing what we're capable of. We keep in touch with our body by using as much as we can. That allows you to be able to know the difference. When you don't push your body enough, you can't tell the difference between when it's human weakness or when your body actually just needs the day. So over the next week or so, as you guys are preparing for your week, make sure you're making the consistent time to push your body. So that way you guys can really be in touch with things. You can really understand what's going on in your system because the more you're in touch with how your body feels on a daily basis, the easier it is for you to know when it needs to be pushed more, when it needs rest, when it needs better nutrition. I'll finish out with the silly idea. There's a a scene from the movie The Avengers when they were talking to Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk, about his secret for keeping the Hulk in check. And they're like, what is your secret? And finally he goes, that's my secret. I'm always angry. (laughs) Similarly, the secret to dealing with soreness, to dealing with uh, workouts and so forth is to always be working out. If you're always working out, if you're always sore, 
you know exactly what you're feeling and you know why you're feeling it. And it's really, really easy for you to give your body what it needs, nutrition, rest, hydration, whatever. Listen to your body, both positively when it needs to be pushed harder and negatively when it needs the night off. Be able to tell the difference between the human weakness and our body crying for help. The only way is to be in touch with your body, to really put the work in. So that's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tigershaltmansmithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. You can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. As always, guys, please make sure that you guys like, rate, review, and share the podcast. The more ears, the better. But until next time, my friends, I'll see you on the mat.